0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Amazon Guy live Q&A Tuesday. I've got a special guest
1: here, Charles Wolfe, who I had time to prep before the thing came on. <laughs> a solid 10 minutes of good, chill, ambient music.
0: Charles is one of our brand managers here at My Amazon Guy, and we're both here to answer any and all of your Amazon questions, Walmart questions, questions about life, Um Questions about sm- anything? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Charles. Yeah, of was, course, man. I'm excited. <laughs> what was getting at is normally where you go in the green room uh, before a guest. So, i especially someone that hasn't been on the show before, so I tell them how it works and all that stuff. <laughs> but I came straight out of another call uh, to turn on the countdown and get in here, and had no time in the green room with. Uh, Charles, so he's uh, completely uh, shotgunned into the podcast today.
1: I'm excited. I'm coming in green.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to some questions. Karen says three part question. All right, ASIN went out of stock in December, got back in stock early February. Ever since being back in stock, I absolutely cannot regain rankings nor catch competitors who I have better listing than. I am better priced, I have better SEO, better images everything. The average competitor rating is 3.4, 3.5, whereas mine is 3.6. I have tried everything except for wiping the listing SEO. Do you think removing listing SEO to bare bones, few words title, few words bullet points, will be effective in sort of resetting the listing? Anything else you suggest? Charles, why don't you tackle what what, what you have uh, as far as uh, some ideas? And I'm going to bring this ASIN up and
1: and uh, share yeah, my screen. What I, I wanted to bring up. I would not wipe the ace and clear of SEO pretty much at all. Um, I mean, if you do that, you're gonna lose whatever ranking you do have, and the organic ranking that you do have. Um, one of the first bets that I would take a look at is what keywords you have that are ranking, see where they're ranking and then kind of low hang, hang fruit, I'd start replacing that, um, which it sounds like she might have done.
0: Let me share my screen, we're gonna look at the product now, uh, it's like an anti-snoring thing. Let me make sure I have the right product. Yeah, okay. All right, I think we've looked at this before. Um, Let's see. Okay, let's make sure there's no category issues or anything like that. So we're in health and household, snore-reducing aids, number 106. Price is low. So let's see what the... Uh, top keywords are here uh i might have got signed out of cerebro again hopefully not sometimes karen when you go out of stock and you just can't control it when you do yeah we've searched this product before (laughs) all right (laughs) so we've seen this product before i look familiar there is an opportunity sometimes on a relaunch to do a complete um sweep before your product comes into stock. Now your product's in stock. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, as Charles mentioned. So we have CPAP alternative. Uh, obviously, that's kind of I don't know if you could put CPAP in your copy, but can definitely target. Let's see here, trying to look at search volume. There's all kinds of snoring solution. That's your, bro- your super broad one. I would think some sort of um anti-snoring mouthpiece? No. So you need to do a complete Cerebro search on your top 10 competitors here and see what you're missing out on as far as targeting and then also in your PPC and then also um, making sure that you're organically indexing for the right amount of keywords. If we look at your organic uh, listings here, you have... Uh, top three spots for snore guard bands, which is a low search volume. Shut chin strap, which is a no search volume, and closed mouth, which is very strange um, stuff. <laughs> 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 to be honest. <laughs> now, if we take a if we take a competitor, let's just grab a anti-snoring competitor here, real quick. Uh, anti-snoring uh, chin strap. Let's just put that in. I guess that's what I would search for if I was looking. What are they doing? Mostly males targeted. There's some females targeting here. Here, This guy has a 2,000 reviews. He's a little bit higher price than you. $14. Um, younger person, older person on yours. They've got their brand store built. But let's take a look at their keywords here. I don't know why my Cerebro thing isn't popping up. That is really strange. Let's go in here real quick. Tools, three row. let's pop in their stuff and see what they're organically ranking for. Number one. Sorry, Charles, this is a long rant one.
1: Oh, no, I'm doing the exact same thing that you are.
0: (laughs) They're organically ranked number one for, like, tons of stuff, right? So here's Snore Chinstrap. Uh, lower storage. Oh, here's anti-snoring chin strap, alright decent, okay now, is that in our copy anywhere, let's go to our listing right there, in the front right <clears throat> in the copy, it's all over the place, so why aren't we um, indexing for this, so let's look for it in our Cerebro and it freezes containing and where are we we're number twenty-one. We're on page two, sponsored rank twelve. So you've lost this. It looks like you need to be a little bit more aggressive on your on your um, on your targeting here. I'm guessing this is a expensive keyword to bid on with all of these competitors. Here's snoring chin strap. Got it in there. So. To me, um, as far as the SEO, just looking at a couple things here, Karen, you're doing everything correctly. Um, when you go out of stock, Amazon punishes you. Number one rule: don't go out of stock. Um, you're gonna have to work to get back up there. You say that you're doing that. You're 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 gonna have to spend some more money uh, on the PVC front. I don't see anything wrong um, initially with you know. Any of the images, although now that I'm looking at your main image, hold on. Something's going on here. Is it my computer? I don't know. It looked blurry for a minute. Never mind. It was just my computer. Um, try some different targeting. Maybe put the female model in front, even though that's probably not a majority of our, our target audience, uh, depending on what your conversion is. But definitely need to uh, look at your, your campaigns here. That would the first yeah. place I would go with not not saying any
1: immediate catalog issues or anything like that i mean yeah everything from a from a display page side good crawlable text you've got full alt text uh, let's see yeah, yeah, every- alt text full everything looks full and everything's best practices here yeah so all right
0: let's go to the next question jeff good to see you jeff does Amazon only read the first 200 characters, not bytes of each bullet point or is that Amazon will only read the first 1000 characters total, not bytes for all bullet points combined? I don't know where this came from. Maybe this is like an old thing. People ask this a lot. Um, from my experience, no cuz you can you can test this out yourself. Um, put a random keyword in your fifth bullet point that People are actually maybe has super low search volume, like 10 searches a month and put that keyword in the back, uh, the, you know, bottom 2000, Uh, you should, uh, after a week or two, begin indexing for that keyword. Um,
1: Charles? We've, yeah, no, I've got, uh, I've got some proof of this. Did the same thing with a client over Easter. Uh, We did switched out the description with A plus content. Still there, the description ended up indexing. We also did the same thing with ending up as the last bullet point, just kind of threw it in there as the last word. So something that most people aren't gonna see, um, you know, you're reading thousand characters, 1500 characters, you're not gonna get down to the last word. Uh, we gave it about a week, the uh, The client's product ended up, I don't know, top 50 for Easter basket stuffing. So, I mean, it definitely indexes. Every word in there will index. Um, and the more people that hit on it, the better it will continue to index.
0: I think this is a, an old thing that maybe used to be true, or, um, but I haven't seen it, Jeff. Uh, Jeff says under advertising campaign tab, brand metrics, each line shows information that begins with either slash products or slash categories. Can you explain the difference and what these paths mean? Uh, Dude, I think we, didn't we go over this with the deal last time? Let me uh, go in here and just make sure I see exactly what you're seeing. Campaigns app brand metrics. I could never figure I could never find this one last time, huh? Campaigns, brand metrics, brand metrics. There we go. There it is. Okay. Uh, can't share my screen here. Sorry, but just (laughs) looking at what we see here. So you see. Brand, and you see categories, and then you see products. I'm only seeing categories on this one, but your categories are what what they are. So the category and the subcategory. Uh, in this particular one, I'm looking at is home decor products, um, and then it'll go down to each um, uh, each uh, browse tree node. Thank you. <laughs> so. Uh, Home, home decor uh, vases glass vases if that's a you know a subcategory or whatever the products are going to be you know the the specific uh products but I, I'm assuming I think that's what a said last week sorry um, Jeff can't be a little more helpful there you know anything
1: else on that one uh, Charles yeah I mean I'm getting the same thing so when I'm going into brand metrics I can shop basically and look at the metrics for my advertising based off of category. And it's just that um, you click in each one of those categories. It gives me a pretty broad overview of what I'm doing from a brand specific to that category and that specific browse node.
0: Right. Ryan says, I have a parent child listing two different size variations, two pack, four pack. When optimizing search terms on my A plus content, should I be updating? The parent listing or child Ooh. listing
1: or both. Go ahead, Charles. So it depends. Um, starting out, if you're going, if you're you're very narrow-minded and you're trying to hit a very specific target audience, you can update them both the same. Uh, there's two different things with a parent and child listing. Is with a size variation, you're going to have to be careful to see if it falls under a default parent model or a child model. Um, if it's a parent model, the parent that is basically grouping them together is what title's going to be shown up, which means the title for those child ASINs, as well as the search terms, all that while they'll index, they won't show. Um, best SEO practice that I tell most of my clients is if you have something parented together, you don't want to have the same search terms for any two listings. Let's say you have a two-pack and a four-pack, you want to be advertising like using your SEO to funnel those in two different directions. So that way you can bring back as many customers in two different directions for both of those. Cause if they go and they see the four pack, it'll bring them to the listing. Um, and then they may end up wanting a two pack, but the goal would be to, to get them on the two pack and convince them to buy a four pack, get the up sale.
0: Specifically yeah, to the eight plus content part, Ryan, Um uh, what all everything Charles said there is correct there um specifically to the a plus content normally the a plus content is connected to the parent um and then uh, applies to the children if you're putting two different a plus contents on two child listings um then yeah you would want it specific to the um or a different seo because i mean there's not really spe- too much specific between a two pack and a four pack as far as yeah. like uh it, not many people are looking for a four pack of something you know when you're looking at your keywords or or that sort of thing but um, normally it's done on the parent level for the a plus content but good strategy uh, as far as you know back end search terms and that sort of thing bullets uh as, Car- as charles mentioned ryan says uh, follow-up Do you recommend running ads for both child listings individually, or would you just run ads on one of them? Would their ad campaigns cannibalize each other? What's the rule? What's what's the general rule here, Charles? And Ryan, this does to depend, but
1: um... I mean, from from my standpoint with my clients, it's gonna be something where you know advertising's ran on a skew level. So we're gonna run whichever one is performing better, whichever one is more popular, whichever one tends to sell more of that's the one that will advertise. And then the one that isn't, that's the one that's going to be piggybacking basically on the other child base that's performing better. So Ryan, you're selling a two pack and a four pack. If
0: your two pack is your hero product, you're advertising the two pack. Yep. Um, and just like Charles mentioned, they'll come to the listing and say, uh, oh, maybe I'll just get a four pack for a couple dollars more or whatever. Um, the other option here is if you don't know what your hero product is, the cheaper one is always going to be the best option. If it's a color variation where everything's the same price, um, there's specific colors that always sell better than any other color. If you have uh, black and gray and then yellow, black and gray is going to sell better. So advertise to those colors. Um, Obviously there's exceptions with, you know, uh, I don't know if you're selling paint or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, advertise the product that is your hero in the parentage. Q says, I've seen that Stephen has brought his own, bought his own product. What's the correct way to do that? Just to check out Amazon Packs and delivers it. No intention to review manipulation. Perfect. Yeah. No issue there. Just buy it. Yep. And it comes to your house. You open it. You get to see the customer presentation. Um, see if they're shipping your product in a poly bag when it needs to be shipped in a box. Even if they do that, you probably don't have any recourse. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, th- there's no issue there. Obviously, like you said, no review minute. Don't leave a review for yourself. Don't no. um, leave a star rating. Uh, so, But, yeah, no issue there buying your own product. Uh, all right. T.R. says, trying to change product listing image in .com product listing page, but product listing pages in the EU are being changed as well. How do I change my USA product listing images without changing other marketplace listings? Uh, This happens all the time. This is buggy Amazon, essentially.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, What's your experience with this, Charles? Um, If you're trying to change the .com, change it. Wait 24 to 48 hours and then check your UK or whatever European market with the image that you want. Maybe 50-50 chance. Maybe it won't get changed and you're in luck. Maybe it does get changed if it does just go into your EU account and, and change it to what you want it to be?
0: The, the When I see this the most is when changing um, pro, product images in Germany for some reason. I'll upload uh, a plus in German or an infographic in German. And then the next day I wake up and the USA page has the German infographics on it. Um, why? I don't know. The one thing that you can do here um, specific to the marketplace is don't upload the images, if this keeps happening, is don't upload the images and the traditional style going in the back end and clicking uh, upload image and, and that sort of thing. Um, get get Go to Imgur or something like that, upload your image uh, files to that so you can get a URL and then upload your market specific um, um, image URLs uh, by flat file, template flat file, uh, in the specific marketplace that you're kind trying to change, and that usually uh, will s- assist with the issue. <laughs> and don't use a Google Drive URL. Yeah, or okay. or Shopify or yeah, Image that. works Spotify best. I mean, that's that's what I usually use. All right, Muhammad says, "Hi, Stephen. Can we change listing images for country-specific? Uh, I think we did. Ju- was this just a similar question there? Yeah, you can." And you're going to run into some issues sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we just changed one to France, Italy, Germany, Spain, UK, Canada, Mexico, and the US. Um, and some of them changed when we changed in the US. And some of them were like, nah, maybe not.
0: Germany is always the one. Like, I don't know why. Surex says, hi, both of you. Hey, what's up, man? CH says, thanks. All right who says launch most relevant and buy intent keyword plus one hundred and fifty clicks zero sales and exact fixed bid ten cents above recommended listed well listing well optimized. Stephen teaches better stop it or reduce bid until getting some reviews. Uh, what would you do in this situation, Charles?
1: Um, if it's FBA, I would say I
0: hope I hope it's FBA.
1: Yeah, I would say pull pull down the bids a little bit. There's there's a. A couple ways I'd go about it: a enroll it in Vine if you can. There you uh, go. That's it'll one. take a little bit for the reviews to come in. It's worth it in the long run. Um, you know, if you've got faith in your product, I've only seen a few Vine reviews come in and, and not be good. Um, the other thing is, if you're going on very relevant, high search term keywords that are probably going to be very competitive, and you don't have any reviews, doesn't matter how much cheaper your product is than your competition, they have the reviews that consumers almost always gonna buy it. What you need to look for is you can do a magnet search on Helium 10, look for relevant keywords that are trending upward with a medium search volume. So you're not gonna have as much competition and try to pick up low cost bids that you might be able to get some sales, get some reviews for you know half the cost of something that's high ranking.
0: Kios, make, also make sure this isn't a relevancy issue in, in in relation to your product. You got 150 clicks. It's not a lot of data to be honest, but you got 150 clicks. You got no sales. Is your product too expensive in relation to that keyword that that, that you're trying to bid on? Here, is your main image relevant to the keyword? Or the competition that's, um, you know, you, you say it's fully optimized and all that stuff. But this can also be a relevancy, you know, issue. So. Um, the other thing uh, that doesn't say that you're running any auto campaigns. Make sure that you are running your autos to find keywords. Um, yep. This keyword might not be relevant. Uh, that that's that's what I'm seeing here. It's talking about exact. So maybe some broad and phrase uh, campaigns. Amir says, "How can we appear in two categories? I have ASINS that appear in two categories based on child ASINS. So uh, you can." really manipulate this uh, anymore mm-hmm. and it's probably a leftover if you have one child and one category and another child and another category they're technically not supposed to be parented um, Amazon can put uh, category relevant uh, products into two different categories by themselves they'll do this if a category gets ghosted or merged this happens sometimes and also the opposite happens where you get orphaned out of your cat out of a category and you're just kind of floating out there. Um, But yeah, I wouldn't, uh, there's no way to really like force this anymore. Uh, And it's probably not a good
1: idea. Uh, Charles. No, I have the same experience. Uh, I've been doing a lot of parenting and that's the first thing that comes back when dealing with Amazon, any case is, oh, the categories don't match and it's, I it it's one
0: not one. his product uh it's probably a competitor if that product's been around for a long time oh i i, I used to have an example I, I think it was like a something you find in the grocery store like a cereal or something like that they were in like two categories
1: cereal so like, oatmeal bar yeah it was in like, like
0: something like that but um yeah can't control it Amir. <clears throat> Macy says, I have a product which can be sold to many groups of people, teenagers, older people, men, women. Should I focus on one of these groups or try to build a
1: listing for all my consumer groups? Depends. If if you're selling, if you may, you may be able to sell to all of those, but if 80% of your customers are teenagers, that's where the target would be. I would target based off of percentage of buyers.
0: Yeah. If you just want to sell the one product, um, and you don't want to rebrand the product I always use the cat and dog example uh, shout out to uh, Steve um, one of our uh, one of our clients uh, you know uh, a, a product that can be for both a cat and a dog but all of and it's kind of a 50/50 really uh, you know and all of your Images and stuff like that are are dog related, um, you're not going to appeal to the cat consumer, right? If you put both cats and dogs on there, um, you might ward off one or other if it's a dog person or a cat person. If you take that same product and you make a new UPC and maybe some new packaging, and one packaging has dog on it and one packaging has cat on it, but it's the same exact product and you market them separately, um, you can go you you can grow your your revenue share and your, your market share that way. Um but if this is just the one product, focus on your main demographic. Um and then you can throw in you know uh some other stuff in there if you want as far as keywords but your imagery needs to to, to target your, your demographic as Charles mentioned. All right. Uh deal says oh hold uh-huh. on no. <laughs> Hi, Jason. I'm here. He's, oh, I saw this. Hi, Jason Charles. Oh, there we go. All right. Afra Siab so yeah, says, sir, I would love to join Mag for Amazon PPC. Is there any opportunity? Um, yeah, we hire uh, on our website. Go to myamazonguy.com or you can go to LinkedIn and you can fill out an application and, um, and all that good stuff. Karen says, I am on verge of launching a Tumblr for a specific niche. I got the design from Etsy. Some sellers are selling this design already, but on coffee mugs and beer pines. none are on tumblers. Hold on, let's find the second part of her question. Um, uh, it's not here, Karen. But um, what's going to happen here, Charles?
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you got competition. I mean, you've got a you've got a chance where you can kind of piggyback off of them. Um. Also. Run a risk,
0: Karen. If you're not vertically integrated where you're printing these tumblers out of your house or whatever, you need to not buy a lot of stock here. Um, this is uh, whatever this is on the tumbler is going to be a fad, first of all, most of the time, 99% of the time. Um, as soon as other people that have the ability to print tumblers on demand and don't have to buy 500 of them, uh, get on the listing. They'll be able to make it for a cheaper price and um, the fad will die. And then they'll move on to the next one. I'm not saying, you know, but tumblers is just like,
1: yeah, it happens yeah, all on the, the coffee
0: cup. You're going to put on the tumbler. Next week it be on a t-shirt. Then it's going to be on a fidget spinner and then the fad's going to die and you're going to be bag holding 320 tumblers with a, you know, that you're going to have to go sell at the swap meet for 50 cents a piece. Um, Any other (laughs) comments there, Charles?
1: (laughs) No. And I mean, the other thing is, is it'll probably do great. You could piggyback off of the coffee mugs and beer pints, targeting the same thing they are at first. And then exactly what Jason said, you're going to have competition. You'll have hijackers. They'll sell on your listings. And there's, there's not a whole lot you can do to kick them off at that point. Yeah. Mom, it says, does phrase campaign be a long
0: tail keyword or small keyword? Same question. Goes for broad campaign. Depends. Um, we talked about modified broad the other day when the deal was on. Um, it depends what your strategy is here, but it can include both. Yeah. Both, both of them. Thinkerish says, provided the building of the Amazon seller page is complete, who decides when an account becomes active, me or Amazon? What do you mean? So the seller page is complete. Who decides when an account becomes active? When a listing becomes active?
1: If 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 it's that, it's whenever you put the start date in.
0: So, who decides when an account becomes active? Well, Amazon after you and apply for an account and yeah, get accepted, you get approved. <laughs> who decides when the listing um, becomes active? You have control over that, as Charles okay. mentioned. You can um, can
1: put a start date. Yeah. So if you want to mail an inventory, then build out your page and wait. You can set the start date for two months. That way you got ample time in case they ship it to multiple fulfillment centers. and You don't have to wait.
0: There's three um, spots in the back end where you need to put that or on the flat file. And that's uh, start date, offer date, release date. And they all need to be set in the future. And then you can... Uh, preserve your honeymoon period, get your listing baked, get your product in the FBA, then bring all those dates back to the, to the current day and launch your product. Yep. Um, now Amazon can make your listing inactive. quite <laughs> <laughs> Suppressions, yanks, all that good stuff. But um, ultimately, you know, if you're just talking about baking a listing and uh, and getting it started, you have control over that. Q says regarding video ad, if you would put it, and only one campaign. What is the best recommendation? Exact campaign for the most important keyword. Broad, one campaign. Broad multiple keywords. Oh, and this depends. And a majority of the time, you're gonna do a, a, a various. Um, I, I don't see any uh, like branded campaigns here, uh, but it depends on the product. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately what, what we would do, um, if this was a, a normal budget and a good video and a lot of, uh, keywords to go after, we do all of these, uh, if you can only choose one, um, what do you think, Charles? Again, this category, it depends how saturated the category is.
1: Yeah. That's what I was, it, it is, it's so dependent on what the product is, how the video is made and what your budget is. Um, but probably the latter. Like I would almost always go with broad multiple keywords um, just because it's got a wider range. Um, Cause I don't know the answers to the rest of those questions. <laughs> you know, like you can have all the budget in the world, but if your video is like a pixelated uh, PowerPoint that just hits play the moment somebody runs it, it's going to get shown a lot, but it won't convert anything. But if you have a great video, you can really narrow that one video in on something that convert one keyword, one target that key, that, performs very well and you you'll have the ability to kind of dominate that
0: all right a deal says hi i'm here okay because i i think i have called him out like twice now <laughs> <laughs> paul says good morning guys jason if you're still wondering where your time slot is good for i'm watching from sydney australia where it's 7 15 a.m wednesday well hello sydney yep and hello tomorrow <laughs> oh yeah it's the future <laughs> there that's right <laughs> Amir says thank you. Mohammed says sponsor display campaign, 43 clicks, two orders. I keep on lowering my bid, lowering my bid lowers the impression. Also, how should I run display campaigns? Uh, again, uh, defensively, mo- uh, a, a good number of the time. If you're trying to be aggressive, you're gonna be you're gonna be spending money here. It's sponsored display. Yep. Yep. Um uh, uh, as as you know. All of our PPC experts that come on the channel say, you know, um, <laughs> SD is dangerous. Uh, doesn't mean you don't do it, but you need to um, consider it, you know, part of your, you know, five, I think it's five to 10% of your ad strategy, essentially. And if you want it to be well converting, use it defensively, branded keywords, um, don't aggressively go after um ace targeting or uh exact exact match like or what's it called the high volume you know targets like so that's your answer there mom and uh, i guess lower your bid or change uh to an sd campaign that is a little bit more defensive or brand related 204 Farid says if you PPC placement does bad on product pages, how do you manage it to spend most on rest of page and top of page, but not product page placement and product pages? How do you manage this? Are you, you'd have to experiment with top of search here and see if that works. But ultimately here, now I'm thinking, you know, if it's just doing bad on product pages, again, we'll go back to that relevancy issue. is the main image relevant? Is it appealing? Is the uh, is the product priced right within the keywords that you're targeting or the uh, ASINs that you're targeting? Um, this is usually the issue. Uh, do you have reviews? You know, yeah. Anything else you can think of there, Charles?
1: Uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing is reviews, price, and main image. Is that main image look small? Like by saying it looks appealing, like there's do you have fifty percent of that image is white space? You know, these are small details that help in relevancy and help in conversion a long way.
0: See if we can show an example of that real quick. We'll go with the tumblers. So tumblers, it's like all these people have well cropped images. Yeah, uh, taking up
1: lots of space.
0: So here's this one, it's gonna appear smaller. Does have a shadow down here, so a little bit of a strategy. This that one, one
1: right there where it's got both of them. Not crop.
0: So here's your video. But uh, kind of what Charles mentioned. Uh, look what the competitors are doing, you know, in your space. Is your image relevant to what people are buying and looking at and, and converting? Is your price relevant? Is everyone in that space selling for $15.99 and you're $49.99 with no premium? value add or brand yeah. then you're going to be in trouble all right yeah. Shahir says hey Jason hopefully your team is doing great why we run brand phrase while we have already ran those keyword and exact which gave us sales what the purpose of oh sorry broad bread bread, bread phrase <laughs> hmm. purpose of broad and phrase so you're going to um, pick up
1: more people I mean, just just, uh, 100%, if you're searching, you know, something exact, that's all you're going to get. The whole purpose of broad and phrase targeting is is you have the ability, if it's, you know, a long tail keyword, something that's three, four words, you have the ability to pick up two of those. And, you know, I'll give the example. And if you've got something like premium wedding tents, you know what I'm saying? You might want to negate premium or just wedding because you don't want to show up there. Um, but you would, you'll run, you'll end up grabbing more, more of an audience that way, because you're going to show more places.
0: This is where that, and if you want to be more specific, as we talked about last week, add that plus, uh, you know, uh, in the broad, um, for, you know, modified it's, it's not exact, but it gets you away from, uh, some, some things that you may not be interested in advertising on. Lynn says, I have received a response from Amazon to an application to sell beauty brand. They want invoices from my suppliers, supply confirmed supply chain. I've spoken to the distributor and they are refusing. It is proprietary info. Do I let Amazon know this and ask them what to do next? Do I close the case and try again later? Do I give up and give away product they purchased? Thank you.
1: Um, You can, if, and this is more of a, a business thing than Amazon. If your distributor is refusing as it's proprietary information, um, I would ask them to give you the same thing, but redact some of it. Whatever is the proprietary information or that they are not wanting to provide, see if you know you can just kind of redact it, black it out and still get what Amazon needs, which is just proof of supply chain where it came from to there and then to you.
0: So as Charles mentioned here, Len, if you have a legit supplier or distributor, you literally need an invoice to do your taxes and stuff like that. So, um, they should be providing this. If they want to redact their suppliers information, that's no problem. Amazon needs to g- see the chain of custody, uh, from the distributor to you and, um, Oftentimes when this happens and you're manufacturing your own product, right? Uh, You can create uh, a, an invoice essentially saying, Oh, I sold myself this, but you're not in that situation. You're not manufacturing this product. Um, I would get back on the phone with the distributor and say, I need an invoice so I can have this for tax purposes or whatever, you know, like that. there's, this really doesn't make sense why they're not sending you an invoice. You should have gotten one. Um, when you bought the product, but if they're not legit, then uh, you're gonna need
1: an Im- you're gonna need an yeah. invoice. And the main thing Amazon's asking for is basically gonna be oh, okay. yeah, they want
0: the distributor's
1: invoice. Oh, uh, they have my
0: invoice. The <laughs> so they're um, trying. To, they're, they're, yeah, they're this is a, they're, okay. That makes sense in the first part. They're yep. they're they're trying to verify the supply chain here. I mean, almost could be the same thing. I don't know if your distributor would want to do it. Redact, ask for redacted. What the distributor doesn't want you to know is how much they're paying from the supplier, essentially. That's probably the main and the address of the supplier. So that should be good enough for Amazon. It might not be, though. And in that case, to the swap
1: meet. I mean, I had the same thing with the client that that's that was good enough for Amazon about a week ago, where they just wanted to know who it came from, when it went from them to the next person, and then from that person to you. They didn't care about pricing or anything like that. So
0: Karen says, Do you, so you think Tumblr is a bad product to launch? The niche in question is an evergreen niche. Steven launches many successful Tumblr products. That is why I look at that niche. Um Okay. I don't think it's bad. Um, It's heavily saturated, especially when you're talking novelty and, uh, or sorry, non-novelty stuff, Uh, even novelty stuff is. And it's an ebb and flow, Karen. You, if you're just sending in product now for a meme or something that came out a month ago, you're already behind is what I'm trying to get at. So uh, tread lightly, Here is my experience. There's a lot of duds, a lot, and I see, uh, you know, just from my experience here and seeing, yeah, Stephen launches wine glasses and tumblers and stuff like that. But um, you need to have the the (laughs) you don't want to be buying five thousand units of something with a meme on it and then uh, hoping that you're going to be able to. Make a profit on it um, as the meme dies or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Charles, you have anything to add there?
1: Um, I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. If it's if it's just like an evergreen colored tumbler, like that's one thing, you know. You already have seller ranking, you know. You could you can so make it for it, but if you're putting something very specific on it. Uh, the competition in it, I mean, it's just massive. You know, the main main people who are looking for Tumblr are looking for these name brand Tumblrs.
0: All right. Uh, John's, a, John's a new member. Welcome, John. Hello. John says, is it too late to get products shipped in for Prime Day? Maybe. It's the 21st. Uh... Where are, um, how close, where,
1: where are you located?
0: Yeah. Um, are you right next to a, a receiving facility and uh, you want to ship it today? Um, are you on the East coast or West coast? Will it get checked in and through FC processing and uh, uh, FC transfer and all that? Um, Risky business. It's gonna be close.
1: Yeah.
0: Lynn says, oh, we already saw that. Lynn says, thanks. Of course. She her says, what should be the ratio of negating keywords from campaigns? Never negate a good keyword. <laughs>
1: only time you want to keyword, use negative is if it's not relevant. Like if it's if it's yeah. gonna end up hurting you. That's the only time you're gonna want to use that.
0: But there's no there's no like law ratio here. Um, yeah. completely specific on, on the campaign, the product everything yeah. sorry
1: no ratio for you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a good example would be like if you're if you're targeting dog bowl or black hat you know like you might want to add a negative keyword for the word black because it's a little a little too broad for you
0: john says he's got a thousand pieces to send well the only way you're gonna know oh, why i mean just send it in you've got a couple of hours left in the day here unless you're on the the east Co- well yeah looks like he's on the east coast um Eh, send it in tomorrow. See what happens. Why wait?
1: (laughs) Yeah, up in New England, too.
0: (laughs) Uh, Karen says, example niche targeting German Shepherd owners with a vet unique design. I think this is the second part of this previous question. I don't think that's a meme or fad for some short-term gains, right? Uh, Targeting German Shepherd owners. Oh, like best German Shepherd mom and has a picture of a German... no but
1: i mean that's i mean that's a little different i mean the same thing will apply where you just let's say my mom
0: loves german shepherds and i'm gonna get her a gift
1: uh and i want a tumbler for her at least you're not doing pit bulls because that is a very saturated
0: all right let's see here there's four sponsors uh
1: one two three german shepherd mom
0: tumbler, 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 tumbler glass, glass
1: whiskey glass, wine tumbler, coffee
0: cup, more German Shepherd stuff. Now you going to see what I'm getting Okay If you're gonna play in this space, expect to spend a ton on advertising and make sure your listing is appealing and completely baked with everything possible. Um, And then again, expect to spend a ton on advertising. You can play here. If you wanna play, you gotta pay. Yeah, you're gonna pay to play in
1: a category like that.
0: Jason, how do you do competitor analysis? So uh, use a couple different tools uh, as far as like um, finding relevant competitors. Uh, mostly Cerebro use some Zonguru, uh, in our SOPs, but, uh, find the top 10 most relevant, uh, products to the product you're going to launch in a similar price point. Um, good reviews, good BSR and harvest your keywords from there. Um, and then, uh, you can pull their numbers from x-ray as well. If you want to get like your... Their average revenue and all that stuff, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're talking about how do I bake a li- how do we bake a listing? Uh, you will get those keywords from those ten competitors. You'll uh, pull, uh, export them into Frank's Frankenstein is usually what I'll do. And um, pull like the top nine hundred uh, phrases that are relevant. Pull out any brand name stuff. Pull out anything that's irrelevant when you're kind of searching for it, and then build your your copy and your SEO from there and your ad segmentations. So anything to add there, Charles? (laughs) That's,
1: I mean, a hundred percent. Exactly. Sorry. So, um, we are out of questions. Oh, I guess it's, Oh,
0: hold on. We got one more shriek. What is the minimum investment required to do private label in the U S market? I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it depends if you're starting from scratch, uh, you have no products, you have no manufacturing capacity. You have no um, idea what you're going to sell. Um, it's going to be higher. Yep. If you have stuff laying around and you know, you're making something or whatever, it could be easier. There's no hard number here, Shriek. Um, it's, uh, yeah. I've seen people launch with 5000 on one SKU that did okay, but then they run out of money for PPC during the launch phase, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then you have a bunch of products that you can't advertise and... They're just
1: that. And if you can't move them quick enough, you get charged overage fees and storage fees. and Then
0: you have to pay to get them sent back to you and then... Yep. To the swap meet.
1: <laughs> you can, or you <laughs> can liquidate them and watch Amazon sell your products
0: for you. And when you do uh, do that unfulfillable uh, request, uh, all that you know, leftover 200 pieces of inventory, it comes to your house in different times and single boxes over and over again for Damn five it. weeks. <laughs> every day there's an Amazon guy, three Amazon deliveries, bring in your, your, your stuff that you couldn't sell. Karen says, uh, "Regarding my snoring strap, which is struggling despite great SEO. So, any truth to that? Maybe I'm just I've been spending too much on PPC, where it is impeding organic growth.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: PPC sales should list to uh, um, should it, uh, amount to organic sales. Yeah. When we were looking at your listing, it is very obvious that you had some ranking issues. You're number one on." organically on some words that nobody's searching for. Whereas we looked at one of your competitors and um, you know they're organically ranked number one on a ton of your highly relevant keywords. You're a page two on a lot of those. You need to move yourself up. Um, you had the SEO in there. Double check on that one. Uh, do I still have your thing here? Yeah, let me, let me just you think there's anything funny going on with uh, indexing or anything like that, here's one of your top keywords. Just make a ticket on Amazon, say, hey, um, I don't think I'm indexing for this keyword, right? And then they'll come back and say, uh, oh, there's something here or there's not. There's like a whole little form thing you need to fill out. So I'm not indexing for this keyword and they'll say, oh, it's a search issue. And then you put the ASIN in and then the SKU and uh, all that stuff and and then um, see if they come back with something. But I don't think that's the issue here. This is all
1: PPC, you need to pick your fight on what keywords you're you're, you're trying to get back here. Charles? Yeah, from a, yeah, from a PPC standpoint, I just kind of did a consumer search, um, all main keywords like chin strap, snoring chin strap, snoring strap, sleep snoring strap, uh, alternative CP- CPAP strap, and, and from a sponsored standpoint you're not jumping up um so maybe you're bidding too low you're not focused on the right keywords uh, kind of goes back to picking your battles and it's it's not that ppc is going to affect your seo for you know if you're showing up your ppc is going to actually drive seo sales um you know because you have a secondary effect from advertising um so you're, the fact that, you know, you may, I'd pick one out of the top ones and put more of an effort trying to be in one of those top four spots. That'll convert more sales because from an SEO standpoint, your listing looks, looks good.
0: Shriek says, thanks. And can you share some quick tips regarding PPC? shriek, go to myamazonguy.com <laughs> and go to. How Orson? long? Do you <laughs> and enroll yourself in the $20 PPC, PPC course. course. Or if you don't want to do that, go to my Amazon or go to my Amazon guy, YouTube channel. There's hundreds of PPC videos on there. Um, that's how we all learned was from YouTube videos and Reddit and forums. And, yep. uh, <laughs> don't even get me started on Reddit forums for
1: advertising.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be my suggestion for some quick tips. Uh, Mohammed says I'm actually very confused for which keywords I should run exact or broad or phrase. Is there any hard and fast rule for it? No, there's never a hard and fast rule. Um, to answer your question short, anything that's relevant, all of them, all of the things that are relevant. If we have low sales and a niche, can it be increased by PPC? Yes. But if your niche is replacement rubber gaskets for, uh, 2002 GE ovens,
1: There's only going to be so many people searching for that, right? Yeah. (laughs) So if your niche or if your product is in a niche and has the ability to run in a separate niche or expand, that's where PPC can come in. There's, there's, there's a cap to some things like Jason was just saying, you know, if you're looking at a, or if you're, I've got a client that has the same issue with something that's very specific to a car and a specific car. There's a cap as to how many people are going to be searching for that and purchasing that in any given time. Once you cap out, you can spend as much money as you want, but it's there you're capped out. Yep. Mohamed says, if there's everything on your
0: channel YouTube regarding PPC, then why should you take the course? Uh, well, we made the courses because people said they didn't want to watch the videos. <laughs> well, <laughs> so.
1: In, in the course, you know, it's something that I've taken. Um, I remember when Mag first kind of dropped it. It's something that I took in past, Um, And it gives you kind of a start to finish how we as an agency, when we onboard a client, what we do. Um, so if you're running your own, you have your own brand, and you don't necessarily want to hire an agency, you want to do it yourself, but you maybe you feel like you're lacking in PPC, that'll kind of give you the basics from start to finish, how to get through it. And that goes both ways you know if you know a lot about ppc you're launching your own brand and you're not sure about how to do your seo or you're not sure how to create a plus content you know one of the main goals about mag is is educating and offering that education as much as we can um so check out all of them one last question here
0: thank you uh, Charles. charles yep. moosen says how to limit sellers on a listing as a brand registered seller um, if these are unauthorized sellers, um, then you might have uh, and you're, you're the brand registered. There's a couple of things you can do: do some test buys. If they're legitimate product, then you can't do counterfeit claims. Yep. You might you might be able to do some trademark stuff, but you got to find out where they're fi- they're getting your legitimate product. Because if it's legitimate yep. product, then there's really nothing wrong there. Um, boson. if it's I mean, counterfeit, the- then you have a counterfeit claim. Um,
1: that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you they're If you're trademarked, you know, you and your product's not gated. You know, think about Amazon as one product, many sellers. So an open go order, or registry, claim. and you can report them. You can create kind of a case for it. Um, nine out of ten times, it doesn't go anywhere, and it might come back to bite you.
0: Can we remove a hijacker from the listing if our brand is not registered? And if yes, how? No. no. Um, Got to have brand registry and trademark. There's not even a way to report it, I don't think, in Seller mm-hmm. Central. It's, this is all the reporting for this is done through
1: um, brand registry. And if you're brand registered and you don't have a trademark, your claim won't go anywhere because it's one of the first things they're going to ask you for is that trademark information. Mom,
0: it says, for sure, I'm going to take the PPC course now. Enjoy, my friend.
1: Yes. Um,
0: all right. We're all done here today. Charles, thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Me. Thanks for having me, Jason. Uh, if you need any personal help one-on-one, we, you can go to myamazonguy.com. We've got our coaching page here. You can talk to Stephen Pope, myself, Matthew, Francisco, Shaban, John for a free call. And uh, we wish you all well. Stephen Pope will be back on Friday. I finally get a break. And uh, <laughs> thanks again, uh, Charles. And we'll see yeah, everyone later. Well. Yep.